Okay, we can both see that uh -huh. this number's moving. That means it's recording. Yeah. Oh, my stars. Okay. Oh, my stars and stripes. When the world knocks you out And the clocks speed past to heaven You save a lost soul every night And it's getting better And our hearts beat so slow Saving up for what's to come now I left a trail for you to find me I'm here with this little guy <laughs> named Brayden, um, who happens to be my husband. Yeah, that's me. So we're going to just kind of dive deep into a lot of shit, and I'm excited. Um, this is going to be trigger warning. Um, our relationship's incredible, so you might be feeling jealous. I honestly, though, okay, before we actually get into things, I would say that, like, and this is, I don't even think this is a good thing, like, necessarily, because we have a lot of, like, bad people in our world. <laughs> but I think that, like, out of, like, any relationship, especially marriage or, like, long-term relationship that, like, I know personally, we have one of the healthiest relationships. We both come from families of mega divorce, like, <laughs> divorce and then divorce again. So much fucking divorce. And so... I think I think we're good. I think we are better. We we yeah. are bareback better than most most yeah. relationships. Yeah, that divorce thing is very um, not my thing. You know, I don't <laughs> I don't think I would want to do that. I don't know, not my speed. Because you're lazy and it's a lot of paperwork. Yeah, and I don't want to sign shit. You know, there's money involved. There's arguments in there. He's really bad with pens. <laughs> <laughs> At least that kind. <laughs> I'm familiar with some other pens, but we will not go into detail because this is a sober podcast. It sure is. <laughs> so Brayden and I are married. We got married last October. October 1st is our anniversary, but we've been together since September of 2019. Mm -hmm. So I want to hear, hear your version of how we met. Oh, like the first night we met? Just in general, was it just the whole from shebang to shaboom? How did we meet? Oh, okay. Well, it was... I mean, I'm sure a majority of people already know this story. I just like telling it over and over again because I think it's funny. But um, we met on Grinder, which is where every gay person meets their future husband, of course. And um, we hit it off really well, but he didn't respond to me at first because I was the one that sent the first message. But he did not reply for, what was it, like at least a couple hours, right? Okay. Not, not days, because then I would already been over it, if you didn't, mm -hmm. but... <laughs> um, no, he he gave it a couple hours, but then we, like, hit it off really well, and then we met up, and he told me in person that he thought that I was a bot, so that's why he didn't message me right away, and I was like, um, I don't know if this is a compliment, or... It's because he didn't um, have a profile picture, and just oh, was yeah, like, hey... It was a brand new fucking profile. Like, I literally just hopped on, and then I saw Ryan, and I was like... Well, that was fast. <laughs> I also would just like to point out before we continue to all those girls in high school who said I'd be nothing. He messaged me. Yeah, exactly. Continue. And to all the girls in high school that said I wouldn't be anything, you were correct. That's, shut up. What? You're wonderful. Well, in some ways. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> continue the story. Um, but we met at the Up Down, which is a video game bar or an arcade bar, I should say, down in Milwaukee on Brady Street. You're getting really specific. And yeah, well, we don't want to tell people where we are; they'll find us. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll censor it. Fuck it, yeah. <clears throat> um, and yeah, we hit it off really well, and we. I don't know, it was actually kind of nice to go to an uh, arcade bar because that's kind of more my speed and not Ryan's, so already being in that comfortable area and being like, hey, this is what I'm into, and if you don't like it, then this is an issue. Just kidding. But, <laughs> um, it was, yeah. Which is weird, because you would have thought we would have, like, met at, like, a gay bar or something like that, but we didn't. Uh, this is also right when I was literally, like, freshly 21, like, a week after Mm -hmm. I turned 21, that's when I met you. That's when I was going out to bars, like, literally every single night. So, 
You're also, okay, you have, like, a clean version of it because... Yeah, I know, but I didn't know what I was allowed to say. No, you're fine. So, first of all, (laughs) Brayden was, like, on a date with somebody else that night. Oh, fuck, that's right. And I (laughs) was, I was working on a show, and we had a performance, so I was, like, working the box office with some people, and then a group of us went out to this bar after, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, texting back and forth with Brayden, and Brayden said something about how, like, the date he was on was lame, and I was like, oh, why don't you come meet us? And so I told Brayden what bar we were at, and he Ubered that bar, and I had told him the wrong bar, so he's like, what I'm outside. What did you say? It was, we were at the up-down, but you I, told me that- The up-and-under. <laughs> and so you were like, I'm outside, and I was like, no, you're not, and then realized you're the wrong place, and so then you walked over. Yeah, and then, close. yeah, we, like, really hit it off. Like, he met all a lot of my friends, like, instantly Day because one, I was yeah. there with them. Um, and then I ditched them all for him. And then we hung out all night. <laughs> and then we hooked up by the river. Yeah, we did. Within hours of meeting each other because back... Well, back then, you have to remember that this is before monkeypox. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we didn't have to we didn't have to worry about the oohs and the ahs. We could just go, uh-uh. <laughs> um, I like that. Uh-uh, That's not it, yeah. uh-uh. The Hashtag uh uh not uh uh. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. Anyway, and then we hit it off, and we saw each other a shit ton after that, and started like. I don't. We did. Well, we start. We did it fast. We 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 For took the lesbian track. Do, yeah. yeah. Cause we that was like end of August, and then like middle of September is when we made it official that we were a boyfriend and boyfriend. Yeah, but you did it at your friends bachelorette party yeah i was i was having host my friend's bachelorette party got drunk invited Braden to it and then yeah. like cornered him in a room at the house we rented <laughs> and he's like does just want you to be my boyfriend and then he's because this was back when my when my drinking to him was charming um and, <laughs> <laughs> and then he said yes and then we went out to the room and we were like guys we're dating now yeah there was like a huge celebration apparently so but i mean good. and look and we got this far yeah. Did you th- did you think that night that we would ever get married? I mean, definitely not. It was only because of my past relationships. I was just like, I don't think I'll ever get married. I don't think I'm a, I'm like that kind of person. And I don't think I knew either. Like I, I talked about this on the last episode, and I'll talk about it more some point. But like I lost like 170 pounds, and before that for a very long time my like sex life or like dating life was like practically non-existent and so this was just like right when i started to get into that again and so i'd gone on like four dates that week yeah with different people and then met you and was like oh and then canceled everything else i had after but like i was like okay this guy seems like something i want to oh like because i literally did the same thing yeah <laughs> and so i was like this guy seems like something i want to like pursue but like i i if you would ask me that night if I would be sitting here in our home, married to you, having a cat together, yeah, um, going through so much drama together. Oh yeah, for real. I would have been like, no, he's he's too thin and small. Yeah, he's not that kind of person. Yeah. You but, think this kid wants to talk to trauma about me? I don't yeah. fucking think so. Yeah. But happily wrong. So when wrong. when in our relationship do you feel like you thought maybe like this is forever? Um. Well, I mean, I know it's kind of a stereotype to say that gay people, like, really rush their relationships, which I'm not saying we did rush our relationship, but, like, we definitely hopped into it, like, really, really quickly, which is a good speed for me, honestly, because that's more of my dating speed. Just, if you like me, then you might as well fucking tell me right away, so then I don't have to keep searching, because it's honestly annoying. Dating is not easy, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Ugh, there can be so many moments, though. There yeah. was just so many moments where I was just like, well, like, I don't know. It was, mm, maybe it was like the, oh, we know we were already married during that point. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope you knew before that. <laughs> might have been part of it. Um, no, I, I don't know. Um, seeing, I mean, we've obviously been together for like, almost three years now and seeing how different of a person he is now compared to when i first met him um really like outshines everybody else i've ever interacted with like dating wise i'd say um i don't know it kind of just felt 
right in my own way. And I think it's because I knew that um, I could support him in my own little way and, like, still hopefully be enough to keep you motivated to keep going, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's not easy keeping a partner when you got your own shit to worry about in your life. Oh, yeah. And we, I mean, we also got thrown into a lot. Like, we, we started dating really fast, yeah, but then, like, pretty early on was COVID. So pretty soon we were oh. seeing only each other, like, not even friends or anything. Um, and then your mom moved, and he, he lived with his mom at the time, so he moved in with me. Yeah. Early on, and so then we got our own place early on, and it just, yeah, so, like, a lot of, th- a lot of, like, circumstance also kind of, like, pushed us together, mm-hmm. um, pretty quickly. It just kind of, like, like, I don't know, the pieces of the puzzle just kind of fit together with us, I think, and that's exactly how I view life. You just kind of have to go with the flow and let shit happen, and I'm more than happy with where I'm at right now. Um, I'd say I'm much better than I was three years ago. Yeah. So, and, and I feel growth. I feel like I've told people this before too that like when it comes to like like figuring out being in love with you or whatever like mm-hmm. the the main part of it is just how like easy it's been like yeah not and not to say that like life has been easy throughout it but just like loving you or like being your partner or like just like connecting in that way has always just been very easy and like to me that was a big sign I don't know that that works mm-hmm. but also I've only ever had one other like real long-term thing which not real because i was like 16 um and it was just dating the only other gay person i knew and like uh, if if you're listening to this i hope you're doing well but um (laughs) i yeah (laughs) but so i didn't i didn't really have much of like a framework for it i'm curious like Everybody who's listening to this assumedly knows that I am a recovering alcoholic. Oh yeah, just hit six months. I mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't relapse since the last episode. So if anybody was like on pins and nieteros, wondering, <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing strong. Yes, he is. I got my chip and put it in its little case. Mm-hmm. So we were married though for well not we were together for years and then married for a while before i you know went into recovery so when when did you as we were like together first because we we met at a bar we went out a lot you know had fun great yeah sex was great times were great yada 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 yeah but when when was the first time that you were like oh like maybe his drinking is like like an issue like it's not just fun i may have been like right at the starts of covid maybe like midway through i'd say i thought you were gonna be like right at the start i i looked at you <laughs> and i was like you are a problem <laughs> yeah um Sorry, red flags ahead. all around no well i mean like if i'm gonna be honest like it mm-hmm. was like i've dealt with enough like alcoholics in my day like families and like friends and you know all that shit and i've never looked down on people when it came to drinking because i also myself like i partake you know I, but i just like i know my limit and i know like I can still control myself even when I'm drunk, believe it or not. But, um, I don't know. I feel like I drank, like, drank a lot more in my, like, like, I don't know, right when I turned 21. I feel mm. like now it's just kind of like a special treat for me. Anyways, um, but it's not that, um, like, my ex put me through, like, a lot of that's, um, not, uh, what is it? Like, verbal damage. Like, he just kind of, like, manipulated his words. And, no, my words. I'm sorry manipulated my words into things i never said and like i was like sending him money and he said he's gonna get gas and like you know because he didn't have a job and i was like well i'm gonna give you money so you can get gas for your car so you can continue to job search right he's like yeah and then he would go out and like buy cigarettes and alcohol and like hide it from his mom and take his dad's pills and shit you know it was it was rough but um not saying that ryan is like this today obviously but or not today holy fuck um when i first met him but I knew when I first started dating him that he needed my help. And that's exactly what I tried to do with my ex. I was like, I want to help you in recovery because I know that you need it. Like, I know you tell yourself you don't, but sometimes you just need somebody to, like, you know, fucking smack some sense in your head. And that's exactly what I tried to do with him, but it just didn't work out in the way I planned to. But with Ryan it was a bit differently because I knew that we had a future like this together so if I didn't put my foot forward then we wouldn't be where we are today you know 
and I don't know, I think it's important for people to realize that the people that you love are in recovery, obviously, like, all around you, but you just don't know their full stories, so you just need to sit and, like, listen to them, and maybe you can relate to them, you know? So, like, I don't really, because I'm not an alcoholic, but I can relate because I have done things in the past that I'm not happy about, you know? And then you can, like, relate and listen are the two things that I think are important when it comes to, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like, building a relationship with somebody. It doesn't even have to be trauma. You can just, I don't know, like, hear them out. Just yeah. listen. <laughs> I want to I wanna dive more into this. And obviously, like, I'm, you know, so active in AA. Like, I spend so much of my day every day talking about all of this. So I feel totally comfortable with it. So, like, if, if this gets too far and you're not, just let me know. Um, but, we, I mean, we so we were together for a long time before I got help. And so there were there were years where you were dating me as an alcoholic, um, and I I can think of like two specific like fights I guess you would call like 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 blips in our relationship during that time that were primarily caused because of my drinking sure that like felt like me oh maybe that's maybe we're done now you know um, so like when what was that role like like when did you start to like really be like this you know this is like a problem like like i i might have to go but you know like like what what was that journey like for you over those years before before marriage before everything else wait like before you no with me like like when when was when were there times where you were like maybe like i'm not i can't stay with him like this is too much you know like oh because we were together for a long time while i was like pretty actively in my addiction yeah um, I mean, you could tell that, I mean, I'm one of those people that, like I said before, I'm always willing to help somebody and listen, but there are times where, you know, it goes a bit too far and I will be public about like my, like, you know, opinion on that. Cause I've lived through this before, you know, and I don't know, I guess it, like I said, during COVID, it was really rough cause you couldn't go anywhere, you know, and like we still happen to have alcohol in the house and you had some at you know like like the places you were staying at and such and it just i mean it doesn't help that i also like wasn't sober throughout this not that i am today but that's a that's another topic for another day um but it i don't know like it's also like the people that you're around and like the um the people you associate yourself with and the way that they handle things as well i guess mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that your friends and family are terrible people because i love every single one <laughs> of them that i've met obviously but um i don't know you like surround yourself in this like this like bubble of your own thoughts and you just think that like this is the answer and there's no other way around it but i don't know i don't really have an answer for that i can't really even like fucking think it it seems like literally like it never happened because of how much like times have changed you know like it's actually kind of like hard to remember how it used to be mm-hmm. i'm serious like i'm i mean i'm glad about that <laughs> i w- so i one specific time that i like the biggest time i guess i really remember which you know, if you remember tell the story yeah I want to, <laughs> i'll tell the story and then we can talk about it a little bit so I was drinking, you know, drinking a lot, and I, we, we had plans with his friends, and he had to work, and we were going to go to his friends that night, but some of his friends were going to hang out during the day, and invited me to go with them, so I was going to hang out with them, then go back to the house with them, and then Braden was going to meet us when he got off work, which was a fine plan made sense and so i when they came to pick me up i was just already really drunk and then just kept like just and this is like middle of the day on a sunday they're not drinking it's not like a drinking activity i'm just like fucking wasted on my own um and they were just trying to like be fine with me or whatever and so then they brought me we were gonna go back to their house but we stopped at my house because i wanted to grab my air fryer (laughs) (laughs) and so i was like hold on i'm gonna get my air fryer from the basement where i lived and went down there didn't come back up and so my aunt came home because i was living with my aunt 
and she was like, where's Ryan? And they were like, he went downstairs, and she went down, and I was passed out in bed holding the air fryer, and I turned into this whole thing, um, and so then they awkward, they were there, it was really awkward, then they left, and then you went over there, um, and I think you, so it was, it was already awkward, they were upset with me, and then I think they also told you some stuff that you didn't know about. Is that any of this ringing a bell now? I think so. I think I kissed your friend. <laughs> That's fine. I, way before, I, 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 yeah, I yeah. kissed his friend and then didn't tell him about it. And he found out that night through all of this. And so, I mean, it was that, that was really rough. I remember I woke up and didn't remember much and then you were like I've, I've never I've never seen you so upset before as when we talked after that and I was like sure that we were not gonna make it through that in that moment but mm-hmm. like do you do you, I mean do you remember this now a little bit more like very 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 faintly like what what were you feeling during that because you were living with me at that time yeah by that point I don't know I guess I mean obviously pissed off but I'm pretty sure the people listening to this obviously know that I'm not angry. You can't assume like, that like, everyone listening knows Okay, this. well, everybody that we're gonna is listening... Bi- we're going to get big, baby. Okay, well, if you're just hearing my voice now, just know that I am not an angry person. I, like, if I... I don't know. In, like, a situation where I could be angry, I am most likely not going to be unless it's something real big, you know? Like, you can tell when I'm pissed off is what I'm trying to say. And... Um, I don't know. It was more of just, like, the, I mean, the recklessness, obviously, but also just, like, the, the honesty in it all. I don't know. Like, that's probably my number one rule in a relationship is honesty, and if I don't get that, then that pisses me off on, like, a whole nother level. I shouldn't even say pisses off, but, like, it just, like, I don't know. It, okay. it just feels like, well, not even just at you, but just, like, in general, like, it just makes me feel like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like I said, this, all this, like, these stories, like, just don't like they're ringing a little bell but like i got seriously i got like nothing because it feels like this never happened so (laughs) and it's probably gonna remain that way i don't know it's not that i didn't block it out it's just like i knew that it happened and i know that everything in the past happened as well but um i don't know i've just like the growth in both of us just just doesn't seem like any of that shit's real anymore so we've definitely come a long ways through that yeah um, oh, no, I'm bad at this. <laughs> no, you're not. It's okay. It's okay. So, and it's funny that you talk about the honesty because I guess that's some that's something that is so interesting. And that's not the right word. It's crazy to me now to like think through how many things I would lie about, like to everybody, but like like in our relationship to you. And it starts with like like I can you know like we would be at your house in your basement and. I would like, like, it wouldn't even necessarily be lying, but I would, like, have vodka with me, and I would, you know, like, you'd be like, I'm gonna run to the bathroom, I'm gonna go have a cigarette, or I'm gonna run upstairs, say something to my mom, and then I'd be like, oh, that's when I can quickly, like, take some shots, like, maybe you won't know, or, like, you know, like, and it it was, it started a lot like that, like, I would do that all the time. I hope you know that you weren't very secretive, but I always knew. (laughs) Well, and that's, that's, okay, that's something I'm, you know. Uh, like, I, I don't know. I know I don't seem like the most observant person in the world, but, like, it wasn't hard at all to tell, so. Which is, so why, why, why did you never say anything about it back, like, in those? Well, what, I don't know. Like, if I said it, it would just been the, the same thing, like, what you said before. Like, I'm not drinking, or I'm not doing that, or, like, but what do you know? I'm just, I'm having a couple of sips. I'm just having, like, a, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know. I just knew that I would have the same response regardless if I said anything. Like I like I mentioned before about my ex, like it was the same old shit. Like I would call him out for it and he'd be like, No, that's not happening or No, you're lying. I thought that's not what I was doing and I was like, That's manipulation and that's also not correct because I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> I can see what you're doing. Um But I don't know, I just it, it's it's hard to tell somebody that they have an addiction. Um, so I kind of felt the same way about Ryan. Like, I think of it also as, well, maybe he's drinking because of something else that's happened, but then I get more into it and I go deeper and I'm just like, well, maybe it's me, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I didn't ever say anything, 
I think because also we were just dating, so like I thought it was just like, like I've gone through enough like bullshit with boys before in my past, so I was just like, well, same old shit, you know. I must be doing something wrong here, but so if but if you knew I was doing it all the time and or trying to hide it, but you didn't feel comfortable saying anything, like why did you stay with me? I just felt that there was something inside that, like. Uh, I don't know, it just felt different, like, with the other partners I've been with who are alcoholics or, you know, under the influence constantly, um, I just felt like there was, like, no hope for them, but just being with Ryan and seeing all of his friends and family and, like, literally, he knows so many people, so, like, knowing that he has that much support He'd be blacklisted in this town if you ever left me. Yeah, yeah, so... (laughs) He, he just knows a lot of people, so therefore he has a fuck ton of support, right? So, with me being the number one supporter, obviously I don't think there could have been anybody else for that spot, except for me. Hmm. So. So then, we got engaged. Mm-hmm. And we got married. And I... On a patio of a bar. On the patio of a We, we <laughs> sure did. <laughs> and I will be honest, like, one of my... Not biggest regrets. That's not the right. Maybe it is. I do regret it. I remember very little about our wedding. Really? Like, I, well, I can tell you. <laughs> do you. Sure. Do you want to share what it was like? I guess. I, okay. Well, I'll tell you this. It was. It was fun. It was a great night. I think everybody who attended um, had a wonderful time. But you could tell, like right when after the actual ceremony and the vows and such. Um, we went back inside and that's when like free shots were hanging were like given out and now here's a drink oh now let's go you know take pictures but it's also very hot outside and we're drinking so now we're all sweaty you know whatever Mm -hmm. it's it's a wedding get fucked up but like um like i'm guilty for that i also got pretty fucked up but um so this is one story i remember that i'll tell you it was um probably like uh 12 30 maybe one o'clock um we're down waukesha and you know it's kind of close to bar clothes and we have hotel rooms like just around the corner and um then it was yeah it was like around that time and like ryan just like you could tell that he was just fucking like (laughs) extremely drunk um but you were talking to two of my aunts from my side of the family and you were just talking to them but like you were like i walked inside from my friends outside on the patio like smoking some cigarettes and such and um then you like pulled me over and you were like you need to talk to your family and i was like i see them a lot and my friends are outside and we're having a really fun conversation can i come back inside in like 10 minutes or so and then you were like no you need to sit down right now and talk to your aunts because they want to talk to you and i was like all right and then like i like sat down next to you and was talking but you like was you were so upset for no reason like whatsoever you just like and i'm laughing about it because thinking back on it this was fucking stupid (laughs) like um that you were just like you were so upset that i was like out doing my own thing like at like our wedding and such you know Mm -hmm. but like we didn't stay at one place like we went out to this bar and then we hopped back to this one and you know all that's it but um then um you were like falling asleep like on the booth and i was like all right and then i remember i got i grabbed dylan and i grabbed frankie and i grabbed like all your close friends that were at the bar and i was like i have friends here outside and i have family members that i'm trying to talk to as well but i need somebody to take my husband back to the hotel room now (laughs) and then i don't know did did that actually end up happening did you bring him back i did not i think hi (laughs) dill yeah dylan's in here I think I so too. Remember. That's what I'm saying. Know. Yeah. Well, no, of course you don't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> regardless, um, we brought you back to the hotel, and you lie down in the hotel bed for like, and I ended up there too. Like, I walked you back, and then I came back to the bar, and um, all my friends are just like, "Where's Ryan?" And I was like, "Oh, he got pissed at me for basically no reason at all, and now he's sleeping at the hotel." And everyone's like, great, he needed to sleep. He was really fucking drunk. And I was like, exactly, you know? But then I remember you waking up once again an hour after you lied down and you called me and you're just like, 
are people still out? And I'm like, yeah, but we're coming back. It's like almost bar close. And you're like, I'm coming out to the toad. And then you came out to the salty toad when I went back to the hotel because I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> but it's, um, no, it was, um, I don't know. It was like, you were, you were honestly like fine, like, like halfway through the wedding. I would have been honestly extremely like pissed off if you were fucked up during the reception part, but you seemed fine in my opinion during that. So, um, I guess, I guess that was fine, but, um, I don't know. It, it all happened, like, very fast. Like, I guess I just, like, it's like I step away for, like, like you were saying before, like, I step away for, like, a couple minutes, and you're just like, this is my time to, like, to drink, you know? Mm -hmm. Which I understand from, not from my perspective, from, but from knowing alcoholics, like, that's, that's how, that's what they'll do, you know? Like, I better sneak this in before they, you know, catch me doing it, or else I'm going to get called out, you know? Obviously, yeah. we were at a wedding, so there were a lot of people nearby you, but um, I felt it was more specifically at me because you already knew that I had told you that I didn't want you to get, like, fucked up at our wedding, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm very excited to do a rerun of this. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we were already planning on, like, having a second ceremony because we had a smaller COVID wedding. Yeah. Um, but also now it kind of has this double meaning because I'll be there sober. I think for me, like, I remember I got ready with all my girls in the morning and it was, that was a lot of fun. And we were all drinking like champagne and stuff, but I, I had vodka in the other room and I kept just like going in the other room and taking shots while I was, like, it was dumb. And I'm, I assumed that all the girls knew I was doing that or like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But like, so I was drinking, I, I could have just been like casually having fun drinking with my friends all morning and I was doing that, but then also still like taking all these extra shots and then we had the ceremony and then we started drinking and I, we had dinner and I, I never ate. I know that. And then I, and I have like little pieces of memories here and there, but like I watched our video and like, and the ceremony was wonderful and like the vows were fine. And like, I, I see myself in the video saying my vows and they sound fine but I don't remember. I don't remember it, which makes me really sad. You know, I can't do anything about that now, other than, other than our repeat. But I mean, I, did how did you like that moment when you're like sending me home at our wedding? Like, how does that feel? I don't know. There was a lot of conversation, like back and forth, not even just between like my friends, but like my family. It was. Um, difficult in many different ways to walk up to your family member and say yeah i'm sorry my husband is around and you can't interact with him or get to know him because he is blackout drunk at the hotel room you know yeah. like it's it's not easy to say but you can like you could see that like in not only like my family members eyes but like also my eyes that like that's not what anybody wanted you know like we all wanted to have a great time and spend time with ryan and obviously have a couple drinks you know mm -hmm. and like such but like i said there's a there's a fine line to everything in life and sometimes you can't necessarily find it and you go over it sometimes we all slip up but i think also during that wedding part i was like this has got to stop like pretty soon because i can't, like personally i can't take anymore even if it was at our own wedding that it's still like there's like a point where i can't physically take it anymore because i already struggle with my own things in life too you know yeah. we're all sad and shit but it's um it also just like brought it like i and i've told ryan this before too even when he was an alcoholic like i told him that it does bring back trauma for me like it brings back like you know like past relationships especially my last one and how that ended you know i was like you don't want that to happen to us right and i got the same response every time you know and i was like well if you keep it up, then I don't know when, <laughs> I don't know what will happen to us, but yeah, it was, I'm glad I stayed obviously. Cause look where we are now, but you asked this before, but like, I'm just saying that like I stayed because I knew that you could overcome this because I could see it as you, as a person, me being very observant of my surroundings and people you hang out with and your family and like your I don't know, long lost friends and shit like that, you know, like, <laughs> like, I'm sure they all know that you're a very confident person, not only just like in general, but also just in the things you strive for to do and like 
in your life. So. <laughs> Approximately four months after we got married is when I went to rehab. And I feel like those four months was when I started to really like spiral, you know, and I, and I don't think I, I use the wedding as like a, when I try to like time chronicle my alcoholism, I don't think it has anything to do with getting married, but definitely like post wedding things really fell apart for me. And so, you know, I kind of, and I told the story about, you know, or my, my part of the story mm-hmm. on the last episode, but like, you know, we got to a point where like, I, you know, you knew, you knew I was getting in trouble at work and yeah. you knew that the show was about to get canceled and then you knew the show did get canceled and then and and then I just wasn't ever not drunk for a month at least you know and so mm-hmm. what what I mean what was that part like for you like I mean because there I mean there were weeks and weeks and weeks in which I was not sober for a minute around you isn't it strange that I literally don't remember like anything from that though mm-hmm. like i'm serious like it like that's all just faint like the story as i'm telling you like right now mm-hmm. very very less detailed version of the story that actually happened and it's because that's all i remember there there was a fuck ton more that was happening you know in between that and before the wedding and after the wedding and you know it's not that i'm afraid to share it because i know we've already talked about it before yeah. like personally like me and him but like it's because i literally can't remember how it was <laughs> so what about like so there there was a a weekish that i was getting sober trying to keep the show in order and then i i fucked that all up at christmas time and i remember we went to Braden's family's house for christmas and i oh i do remember that drank so much and like and i i really love Braden's family um but like i don't know them well like in you know in a way that this would be appropriate at least but like i i mean i was like so drunk and i just like passed out in their basement on christmas like what what did you even like say to them like how do you like you cover for me a lot you know well like i said before that i literally told them the same thing but i do remember that day i was driving us to my aunt's house and i told you i said you can drink tonight but i really really want you to watch it tonight i said i know it's you've been like kind of like just going all out and you were just like yeah yeah okay okay like whatever you know and all that like you could i could tell that it wasn't gonna actually be yeah that but when we got there i honestly don't even know how the fuck you drank that much because i was in the car with you and then we got inside their house and then we sat down at their like their home bar and then which i mean it was a bar nobody was serving us drinks like we were just sitting at their bar that they built at their house and we just sat down with my grandma and you were just like immediate just like i could tell that you were drunk and every time i said ryan do you want to lay down or ryan why are you falling asleep on your chair you have been like i'm not i'm fine i'm not and i was like but i'm not stupid (laughs) and even my grandma pulled me aside and asked me what it was like basically what is wrong with your husband you know Mm -hmm. and not in a much nicer way obviously but yeah but it's if she even said it that way i wouldn't have been offended um Mm -hmm. but no i i mean then we sent you down to the basement like remember coming back up and then my family members are just like do you want to talk about and i was like no not really so um i don't know it got very you're right it got very very repetitive and very just I guess I just, like, unfortunately grew to, like, adapt to that, which I shouldn't have, but um, I honestly didn't know what else to do at that point. I feel like I put in all the effort I could have and all the strength that I had in me to help, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a rough subject, and from the stories I'm telling you right now, you can see that the initial response from him was just to say, I'm not doing that you know or that's that's not correct or i'm not drunk or something like that you know like there's no winning basically when it's in that circumstance so to answer the question about how i got so drunk i had a bottle of vodka in my coat pocket that was by the front door and i kept walking over there and taking pulls while you guys were all sitting at the bar what yeah i kept like finding reasons to walk over to the front door and i had vodka in my pocket i only remember you getting up though because i'm sneaky (laughs) <laughs> but that's how I got so drunk, because I did that, like, six times. 
Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> and I and I was in. I remember I woke up then after I'd like fallen asleep in the basement, and I came back up, and everyone was just like, "Oh, it's okay. Like people take like, take naps, blah, blah, you know, whatever." And but at that point, like I I was kind of embarrassed, but like I was so in the thick of like things getting really bad that like I just kind of like immediately would like just accepted that that's what happened and that was going to happen again, you know. And I remember you getting another drink after you passed out, and I literally said no, and then I took it myself. That sounds right. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it's embarrassing when you're trying when you're trying to get like your in laws to like you, and then you're you know. And I think I, you know I've, I've seen them since getting sober, and they all know. And I feel like I've I've made progress there, and we'll continue to when we go to more holiday things and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's hard. It's embarrassing, and I'm sure it's embarrassing for you like bring me to your family and then i'm you know i mean yes of course it was yeah but um from there are very few family members at a family gathering that i can talk to you about this i think with getting the correct response or not even like correct response but like the response that should be correct in circum like in the circumstance like i don't want to like tell my family member that about you know my alcoholic husband and they're just like well then why don't you just tell him to stop drinking i'm like motherfucker it's not that easy (laughs) um but um i remember talking to specific family members about this situation and them pulling me aside and personally asking me if it's okay um my stepmom actually pulled me aside um and she brought me outside during christmas and had like a really really long conversation with me about it and I don't know, sometimes you just... it It's not a good thing to keep it all inside your head, which is something I've learned throughout this. Um, even, like, with people I used to know that were alcoholics and such, you know, it's... You, you kind of just have to tell them that you know it's an issue, and if they don't listen to you, then you did your part, you know? It's for them to figure it out, like, sober journey-wise... But I think if, oh God, it's going to be, it's going to sound bad regardless of what I say, but I really do think that if you have an alcoholic in your life that you care about, like, generally, and think that they want, uh, like, you want them to be sober and such, I had a burp. Um, Burps are welcome. Yeah, um, I think the most important thing to do is to either tell them that they have a problem or help them find resources to get help okay so january 27th 2022 you took me to rehab yeah can we talk about that thanks to your dad yeah so can you talk like i mean i was clearly i was there i went to rehab but like well it was can you just, it was yeah, kind of go into how that all happened yeah it was um definitely one of the most roughest nights ever um, especially when it came to, like, your drinking. Like, I remember just coming home and you were passed out on the bed. And that was, like, when you were, like, calling your dad about certain things. And, like, your dad came over to our apartments um, that night. I didn't know he was coming over. So he came over and we were sitting in the living room. And he was like, I'm here basically for an intervention and to see if we can send Ryan into rehab. And... At, at that point, of course I considered that, but from where we were with money and, uh, I don't know, like, my confidence level into being like, he's not going to submit himself into rehab because of how bad it's been lately, you know? Like, that's just, it's not even worth trying, and I remember your dad was like, no, it is worth trying, and we're doing it right now, today. And I was like, like, right now? And he was like, yes, like, right now. So had to put my big boy boots on and really sit your ass down and basically we basically told you that you're going to rehab which sounds bad in like out of context but i mean if you know the full story then i think this was the only plain and simple way to do it um because i like i said before i did my part uh brian's dad did his part just call me brian no brian's dad I'm pretty sure you said Brian. I meant Brian's dead. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Okay, well... Um, Hi, it's nice to meet you. Hi, your husband. <laughs> um, no, um, everybody around him did 
their part in what they could do for Ryan. And um, it was just kind of like, it wasn't game over, obviously, because there's still a way to, like, you know, rise back up, which is what happened in the end. But um, we felt that you were at, honestly, like, rock bottom when it came to that. And we had no other choice but to literally just, like, tell you, like, hey, you're going to rehab, and it's going to be in, like, the next, like, day or two. So you need to, like, <laughs> that's that's it, you know? So I remember we sent you to rehab, and you were, like, drunk as well. So... Yeah, I think I talked about that last time. Like, I... Because I didn't really fight it. I kind of... I I feel like no. I, I remember just kind of, like, giving up. I, I think that's that's the best way to describe it on my end, is I... You guys said it, and I was just like, okay. Like, I give... You know, like, I fold. You literally like, just shrugged your shoulders and was like, all right, when are we then, going? And we're like, literally right now. I remember, Yep, and I went into the room, because I said I was going to change or something, and I remember I just chugged the rest of the vodka I had, because I was like, this is, this is it. This is the end. So, one last hurrah pouring out into my mouth oh god that brings me back um but yeah. yeah and then yeah and i was really drunk going to rehab and then you know because of covid you weren't ever able to like visit me but brayden kept dropping stuff off for me and yeah you did call me every single day which yeah, i appreciate it mm-hmm. we talked every day multiple times a day what was what was life like for you while i was gone well that was for like a week right no for like five it was, days like, no it was, it was eight days, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. I think. Um, well, it was difficult. <laughs> uh, that's the start of it. Um, but it also, yeah, like, it, it was difficult, obviously, like, not having him home and kind of just, um, and I told all my friends about it and, like, some of my family members who I knew would understand. And um, I think everybody was very supportive of this decision. But I also was, like, like I went out to, like, lunch or, like, hung out with somebody basically every single day because I did not want to be alone, you know, which I love being alone. I love my alone time. But, like, for something like this, you know, I was also going to work, and it was hard not to, like, show that kind of emotion at work as well. Mm-hmm. I remember telling my boss what was going on, and she was, like, I think she literally had told me to, like, take the day off, like, I think that the following day that it happened mm-hmm. or she told me to like take it take like a short day and um i mean all i remember doing is um sitting around kind of moping kind of like thinking if this was the right decision and smoking a fuck ton which wasn't good on my part but um <laughs> yeah that's kind of the the reason why we sent to my husband to rehab and then here i am doing this same fucking thing (laughs) um like i said before some like it was only six months ago now Mm -hmm. and it feels like three years ago (laughs) yeah it's been a very long six months yeah so it's uh I mean, and when you came back from rehab, like, it was, honestly, it took me a little bit to readjust as well. I didn't know how you were going to be. Your touches were different. (laughs) Your presence was different. Your kisses were emptier. Maybe. When I came back from rehab. Your kisses didn't taste like vodka. (laughs) Just like shame. (laughs) The air was colder. I feel like things are exponentially better now than they than they ever were even before it was like bad bad like yeah i feel like we've we've built this like entirely different relationship over the past six months i think i think that now we are like model citizens of being husbands to each other (laughs) and we're you know we're kind of the dream team yeah that was really sweet what no it, it was and it and i feel that way too like it I, th- I think going through something like that with you, because for, first of all, I've always felt in our relationship, like, like I was really like the decision maker. I was like the, the pants wearer, it's dumb, but you know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. so I remember like when I, when I went to rehab and I was just like, I don't know what, how he's gonna, cause he's gotta be in charge now, you know, like he's all of a sudden like gotta like be the adult here. Like I can offer him nothing and he has to like figure this out and figure me out. And I was like, I don't know if he could do that. Like, he, he's never had, he's never been in that situation 
at least with me before. Mm-hmm. And you stepped up in this like totally, totally unexpected way. Like, I, and I don't mean that in a mean way. No, like, I, I get it. It was. It I just, don't show that. And so I was like, oh wow! Like if we, if we can go through this, and this is the man you are, through this, like fuck, we we can do this. We can do forever. We can figure anything out. Mm-hmm. And I think knowing that and having been that broken with each other without ever losing like the love does that make sense yeah and so now like we we literally now we have a weekly meeting where we sit down and we just kind of talk about like anything bad in the relationship or in our lives that we need to figure out and then we you know we sit down we talk about money and we sit down we talk about like you know just what's going on what's we we plan our schedules for the week like it's just like it's almost like a a relationship business meeting that we have once a week now that honestly i think helps so much and i think it's really healthy you know like we Mm -hmm. We're we're good at like talking about problems right away, or if we don't, we like you know like we backtrack and we figure it out together. And yeah, we it's like you said like we this is such like a team now. It's such like a a true. It's not just like a fun thing. It's not just like a like oh like a fun boyfriend thing, a romantic thing. Like a it, like it is a true right. partnership. I mean, like I said before, we met on Grinder. So what? what are you going to expect from a relationship out of grinder? Let's be honest. Yeah. You're going to expect a hookup and that's just about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, we have proved them wrong. We have proved everybody wrong. We have proved grinder wrong. Mm-hmm. We literally have like, uh, fucking manipulated the rules of grinder. Okay. Basically. I don't think I've met a single couple that, cause I know a lot of gay people, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> a gay <laughs> a gay couple who has met on Grinder that has stayed together but also have gotten married, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're out there you're not real. <laughs> See Grind- we're the only ones. <laughs> See Grinder, we stayed married, so you have to let my dad go. Yeah, sponsor us Grinder. Oh, we different tracks. I was like imagine oh. I had Grinder was like keeping my dad in a dungeon. Oh my god. <laughs> Unless we stayed married. like Rumble Stillskin but Grinder. What's the password? <laughs> Grinder foreskin. <laughs> this is not the episode about foreskin. No, it is not. That's tomorrow's episode. No. Oh. I don't want to talk about it. Well, I <laughs> could kidding. record it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with with your guest star, your foreskin. <laughs> um, the podcast called Before Skin and After. Before skin Gross. After. I'm sorry. Sidetrack. Wow, I love we're you. so quirky. I'm gonna get sidetracked a lot. I love um, you very much. I love you too. If I didn't go to, if rehab didn't happen, if I didn't get sober at that point, mm-hmm. what do you think things would be like right now? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> do you think we would be together? Um, honestly, no. I think, um, like I said before, I could only take so much. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you denied rehab at the point that we told you that, like, hey, this is an issue and this is happening tonight, like, if you fought it and you didn't go, I, uh... I don't know. I don't know if I would be able to handle the, um, what do you call it? I mean, basically the pressure of it all. Because yeah. so much was, like, pinned on me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so much, like, and also it was, like, you know, family members messaging me and Ryan's family, is me- like, members messaging me and Ryan's friends and this person and that person. Now this person's messaging me that I don't even, like, know, asking me about, like, you know, this and that. And I'm like, listen, I don't know any of this shit because I don't ever hear about it because like ryan doesn't tell me because of you know obvious reasons mm-hmm. like it's not because you don't want to tell me about it it's because it's you know we're alcoholics so it's difficult to talk about and i get it on a more fun note what do you think where, where do you think you would be right now if we just had never met oh if we never met mm-hmm. that's also a very very scary question to think about <laughs> Because I literally have no way. Because like you said before, moved out of my mom's house, or we we sold my mom's house, not we. I didn't do shit. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, my mom sold her house, and I literally had like nowhere else to go because my mom was um she moved like an hour away, and I won't say the city because I learned my lesson. <laughs> um, but she moved an hour away, and then. It was either, I was thinking about just living with my grandma, maybe, but if I didn't meet you, I honestly don't know, like, where I would end up, which means I wouldn't have, like, 
had my current job i wouldn't have met like friends from yours you know i wouldn't have met your family i wouldn't have met a lot of cool fucking people basically you wouldn't have this cat no i would not have my cat which would devastate me because we all know i would die for my cat <laughs> any day oh the recording one here's my baby get it a meow in the microphone birdie say something say something now say it hit her i'm just kidding oh, we don't do that we don't do that we don't do that that was a joke okay we love you birdie um she is very talkative when she's um home alone with me and that's just about it but no seriously um i wouldn't have met a lot of people amazing people um if it wasn't for ryan which is also another big reason why i stuck around because i loved everybody that he was surrounded by it was just him that needed the thing fixed (laughs) (laughs) that's fair (laughs) i was telling our friend allison the other day we were we were sitting uh we were hanging out for her birthday and I, that somehow came up talking about, like, if we never met. And I was, and I, and I think it's true. I was, like, I think I was very close at that point in my life, just in what my, what my interests were and what I was wanting out of my, out of my moment. Um, if we hadn't met and then gotten serious when we did, I was about to, like, I wanted, I would I think I would have started paying for sex. Like paying me for sex? No, not, no, if I hadn't met you. Oh, my bad, I'm sorry. I think I would have, like, been into, like, a, I want to find a hot guy that, like, I'll pay him for like really good sex, like 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 hot man, hot man sex. Chest. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Dominant sex. Yeah, which is the complete opposite of me. And so. I think I think it would have made it my thing. Like I would have been like, oh yeah, like I pay, I got, oh yeah, like I've got a business meeting at noon, so you've got to be out of the house by you know like, <laughs> you know like making carry my groceries and then you know like and then you know yeah like, yeah end the story get the fuck out. And yeah, I think I think that's where I would have been. I don't know what it'd be now, but I think I think if I hadn't met you within six months, I would have been hiring male prostitutes. And I I have okay. nothing wrong with sex workers. I think yeah. I would have had a wonderful life with it. But me too. But instead, I got you for free. Well, I, I paid you and <laughs> got me for and free. I pay yes. you in other ways. I mean, yes, you do. Um, I wouldn't say it's for free because I did a lot. And <laughs> so did you. Did he. a lot, and you are a lot. And I am a lot. Exactly. That's true. Yep. Yep. Um, small little twink boy can hold a lot, apparently. So, believe it or not, <laughs> I don't like that one. Beautiful. <laughs> so, to end the podcast today, we're gonna play a little game that Brayden and I. Oh, my favorite. Yeah. Brayden and I play this pretty often, just like throughout <laughs> the day. We're like, you know, we'll be like getting ready for bed, and all of a sudden I'll be like, would you still love me if you like found out that we were distant relatives <laughs> or, or any or anything you know and you're usually weird things or like you know whatever yeah. so we're gonna play that and so i think let's i would eat we each do three yeah you can all play along too just say yes or no yeah <laughs> raise your hand if... <laughs> okay do you want to go first or you want me to go first you go first because i still don't have one I told you about this hours ago. I know. Would you still love me if I was very adamant about preparing all of your meals, but then every meal was a bowl of Triscuits? A bowl of Triscuits? And I watched you eat it. I don't... Oh, if you watched... Okay, then absolutely not. I hate when people watch me eat it, as you know. Um, I hate mouth noises. I hate ASMR. I hate everything when it comes to that. What's my favorite band? ASMR? Oh, I was thinking of AJR. ADHD? Yeah. HIV? Okay, I'm sorry, I'm done. <laughs> hey, I think crap. <laughs> it's, it's, um, my answer is no. Locking no. in my answer. You would not let. Li- nope. <laughs> yeah. You would not love me if I forced fed you Triscuits. Yep. Even if I chewed them up first? Nope. Okay. That's even worse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Your turn. Oh. Is it? Um,. Well, my favorite one to ask is, would you still love me if I didn't have arms? That's my favorite question. It's hard because... No, it's not. I have no arms. Would you still love me? <laughs> Let me finish, honey. <laughs> it's hard because you have really nice arms. Brayden is a very good... No, I don't. Shut up! <laughs> I love you. Brayden is a very good, like, cuddler and, like, hugger and, like, holder because he's got, like, really long arms and, like, he can, like, Ooh. like... They can't see yeah. it. It's a podcast. Well, the phone can. But they can, like, <laughs> can see he can, like, really, like, wrap me up into his spiderness. 
And I love that. And so I would be really sad if you didn't have arms. Okay. Okay. Understand. Did you never have arms or did you lose them all together? Oh, I just like never had arms. Okay. Then I don't think I would have loved you. No. That's fine. What if my legs were like twice as long because I didn't have arms? Are Wait, we... no, I, I don't like that question. I lied. Okay. Then I won't answer it. All right. <laughs> round two. Um, would you still love me if when I cried, the tears were on the inside of my skin? So they like just like collected in my jowls oh. until I like pissed them out. Um, but you could like see them running down my face underneath the skin. Um, I would be yes. My and I cry. Yes. A, I cry a lot. Well, I, I don't now because of my medication. But I yeah. Um, okay, let's just say before times. Yeah, um, the before times before yeah, I was before. medicated. Um, my answer is yes, and that is because even if it doesn't happen around me, it'll happen around other people. Like if you cry around random people, mm-hmm. and then they see that, then I won't be there to defend you. <laughs> so. So you would love me? Wait, what? Yeah, I would just love you for that. Oh, you know, okay. it's like a little quirk. Okay. It's like a little, yeah. I'd be like, oh, he's so silly when his fucking, like, yeah, when he cries. Oh my god, your giblets are so big. Did you have a hard day? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you help need help extracting them out of your body or something? You know? Yeah. So. Okay. What's your next one? Okay, weird. Anyways. <laughs> weird, um, anyway. Haha, <laughs> lol. Um, okay, would uh, you still love me? Ooh, if I was, um, just a fly. Just a fly. But I had feelings in, like, a voice in, like, my face. And, like, but I was literally the size of a fly. And I was a fly. <laughs> I mean, I do. No one liked that one, too. <laughs> I do love you. Like, I don't But as a fly? I mean, you... I'm not a goddamn fly. I am a human. <laughs> I guess I'm not seeing much of a difference between your scenario and, and reality. Like, zzz, fly, you know? Oh, wow, well, thank what? you for clearing that up. Thank you for... Uh, <laughs> um, was I not clear enough? Well, you see, you're very fly-like already, so I feel like it wouldn't be that different. That's not what I, I would, meant. I would love you, because you're very... You're already, like, a little bug. And, <laughs> I, and, I, and I, I love you. I love you as a stick bug. I'd love you as a fly. I should have said roach instead. You like the word roach. <laughs> it's funny. Roach. It's a funny word. It's like ro- roadhouse. Roach. Roach house. <laughs> That's our house. No. Ew. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> That's actually not true. We don't have roaches like in our apartment. Racha. Yeah. Okay, last round. Um, La coochie racha. Is that what you said? Nope. Oh, we'll t- we'll all right. La coochie racha. <laughs> That's the word of the day. That is the word of the day. Okay. Okay, would you still love me if... I'm just kidding. That's not married. Yes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> would, you still, would you still love me... You know what? My Wait. answer is yes, because I love you when anything happens. Would you still love me if I was super into running and made you come with me on morning runs? Oh, like you involved me and stuff? Yeah. Okay, well, if... Uh... And, like, any time that we were having an argument, I'd be like, I feel like we should go for a run before we talk about it <laughs> any farther. Clear our minds and clear our auras. <laughs> clear our auras! Oh, so you're one of those earthy boys. Yeah. One of those, like, fucking, like, um... I was gonna say gems and shit, but that's like not even like. But it's, it's all very exercise heavy. Like it's very like. Yeah, yeah. Not that I'm against that because good for you guys for exercising. Personally, never. See, what would you still love me if I made you go on runs every day? I don't know. I would love you, but I would hate it. Okay. <laughs> Mad respect, bro. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. Oh, how about that? Would you still love me if I called you bro or bruh? Like after everything I said. Because like to me, we, that doesn't seem like a relationship at all. Like, if we had sex and you were like, nice, bro. Yeah. Give me a high five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, oh, it's always, like, total bro mode. Yeah. I feel like I would love that. Oh, he sh- fuck, he would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a bad question. Yeah, bro. I should have known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, smack around a little bit. That's well, a horse of a different color. Yeah, your mom is listening. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she won't make it to the end. She ain't got that kind of attention span. <laughs> she can't listen to me for an hour. Yeah. Cool. So your answer is Yes. But none of those, it doesn't matter because those things aren't true, but we are very much in love. Yeah, except for the, the bro part. <laughs> yeah. So, bro. Yeah. So I feel like we should kiss a little bit loudly so they hear it. You want to go by the mic? Yeah, we'll go by the mic and we'll just go like, mm-hmm. um, I just was remembering 
this is not, I was because I was okay I was gonna say like oh I'll serenade you and that's how we'll we'll sign off and I remembered that one time I posted a video of myself singing on Facebook and my mother-in-law commented on it and she was like I didn't know you could sing because she was like whatever didn't know that oh and and was like, yeah. Or then you replied, and you were like, yeah, like, he's, like, really good at singing. And she was like, oh, God, I hope he doesn't, like, sing for you at home. I'd be so <laughs> annoyed. <laughs> of course you sing, but, yeah, if you ever sang me to fucking sleep, I, I would probably be on the couch. Hmm. It's be okay. in a doghouse. Okay. Um, so thank you all for listening to another episode of Betterish. And hearing more about my story, hearing more about my husband who if you didn't gather just from the episode is like fucking amazing and like i i would not have survived what i have survived without him so i love you so much i love you too sugar plum and we're in this forever yes we are okay like i said at the beginning of this divorce is not an option for us at all (laughs) so if it happens you know some shit went down but it won't because I, we're not I feel like I would kill you before we get divorced yeah so if you know so if I'm dead just we got divorced okay <laughs> dead divorced dead divorced yeah dead divorced and okay. Ryan would make a great widow I say that all the time <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want Brayden to die but I would be so cute about it <laughs> okay well we'll talk about that in like 80 years okay so. come kiss yeah. kiss me by the microphone I just said isn't that, that a song ASMR. wait kiss me on the phone kiss me down the phone kiss me yeah. through the microphone exactly uh, 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 uh. Okay, fucking kiss me so okay. we can end this shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> cool. Bye. Bye. That's the power of love. <laughs> I saw your arms wide open. And I wanted you to hold me now. We'll be dancing with the lights on. Because it's getting better.